Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the X-Animal Podcast. Today's guest is that corner in Coruscant, a Disney Star Wars influencer on Instagram that specializes in cosplay and prop making and has done some really amazing projects. He has a long history doing small model painting and has a new obsession with making Star Wars based projects. Leave a five star rating and share it with a friend because this is a great episode, I promise. Let's get right into it. Are you a California local? Uh, no, I'm not actually. Uh, Wisconsin. That's where I'm from. Oh, so when you when when we met over there, you you you're that's a long trip for you. <laughs> yeah, very long trip, and it's uh that was my first time out there in 15 years. Wow. Yeah. So like it just happened to like happen at the exact day and time that we were both there in the Droid Factory. Just like yeah. everything yeah, lined up, a lot of a lot of changes. <laughs> yeah, so even, even even in the last six months, there's a lot of changes in that park. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to um, I went to Batu East. Uh, no, West East East. I went to East Disney World. I went yes. there in September. Okay. And uh, that was a lot of fun. It was my first time going to uh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, in either park, and it was a really cool experience. Uh, maybe we should save this for content. Oh no, we're we're recording right now. I've been recording oh. for the last ten minutes already. I did not know that. <laughs> See, that's how that's how we do things here at the X Animal Podcast. How you doing today? I'm just trying to get used to it, I guess. Hey, it's all good, man. You you've you've got you've already got everything you need. I mean, listen, you're 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 good at talking. From what I can tell, you've got an amazing, beautiful voice. So listen, it, it, this is going to go amazing. No, don't even worry about it. I, I'm just trying to play by the rules. Well, I mean, we don't really have any rules here. <laughs> it's kind of like a uh, kind of like the Wild West. I mean, anything goes. So, how was your time at West then? Um, it, it was good. Um, I, if I'm being honest, I'm not a huge fan of some of the people. Okay. Um, I, 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 no offense to Californians. I've got a lot of good friends in California, uh, but <laughs> there seems to be a lot of weirdos over there. I, I have to agree sometimes, <laughs> but I mean, not throwing shades, but a lot of news usually starts with Florida man. So yeah, that is, that is true. Florida man. I mean, there is the thing where you can look up your birthday and then Florida man and you get yep. your Florida man. Yep. 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 What what is my Florida man? I always forget because it's something I like to keep track of because it's just so funny. Hold on. I'm not surprised if it gets updated every year. Florida man, April 24th. Let's see. Let's see what it what it says right now. Police. Florida man riding golf cart accused of shooting person for walking dog on course. That that, 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 that Florida man. Yeah, that that makes <laughs> that makes sense. The just, only the only thing missing from that story is he has an alligator in the back of the golf cart. <laughs> Honestly, like that that would totally be a thing I could see happening. Man. Those Florida people are crazy. I'm just curious now, like, what kind of thing did you experience at West that you're like, huh, that's kind of weird? Um, nothing actually. Nothing that I can think of. Cause like the the difference between East and West is or wait, 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 wait. 
Oh, I'm dude. I'm so confused, man. I don't know my east from my west, apparently, which is weird because I thought yeah, I knew. Disneyland. Yeah, California. Uh, so, I mean, just for some reason, and it wasn't necessarily the locals, but all the tourists were also rude. I feel like. Really? Yeah, and it, it was like they were way worse than anybody over in Disney World, from what I remember. And it was only like a seven, eight month gap between the two. So it's still pretty fresh in my mind. That That's interesting. I've never experienced rudeness. I mean, this year alone, I went probably like four times already. Yeah, I mean, I, I was following you on Instagram and I saw you went to, you were at West and then you went to East and then like... No, East- I, haven't, I haven't been to East. I mean, I went to East before Galaxy's Edge was created. I went to East oh. like maybe, maybe 10 years, 11 years ago. So oh, okay. we're gonna, we're going to go at the end of August to celebrate our 10th year anniversary. Oh, okay, I see that now. I for some reason, so I saw your th- your post saying you were going to East and I didn't read the date, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> and, the the thing is um I'm part of several Facebook groups and then there's one in particular created by the Dano channel. I don't know if you watched Star Wars Oh yeah. Content. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. that guy. He's awesome. Yeah, so Dano created a Facebook group called Batu Bounty Hunt. Hashtag Batu Bounty Hunt. Um, so what we do is usually we post ourselves like, hey, I'm going to be at the park. If you can find me, you, you, you know, if you want to set up a secret f- phrase for you, you know, when somebody finds you and then you get you give them, you know, stickers or whatever giveaways that you have. Since I'm a maker, I give, you know, my pins, my shoe, uh, my shoe charms, my stickers and things like that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a trend done by like generally Disney goers, like Disney park goers. They'll just post like, hey, I have stuff in this locker. This is the key to this locker. You know, you take one you and then you replace one kind of thing, you know. Sure. So it's a little, a little like, um, what do you call it? Treasure hunt or bounty hunt kind of game. Especially now at East, there's the, the new bounty hunt game that they're actually doing with the uh, Magic Band Plus. Uh, you know, it's it's going to tie in really beautifully. Oh, really? Well, so tell me about the bounty hunt game. I, I don't really keep up on the Galaxy's Edge news. I'm not that guy. Um. Well, okay. I guess I'm that guy. <laughs> but That's so... why you're here. <laughs> uh. So at East, apparently they. Ha- I I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, Disney Play app. Uh, I, very little. I I didn't use it that much, honestly. Yeah, tech, I I don't like playing the game because it takes me, you know, like my attention away from the things that I've gone so many times. I still haven't seen everything because I get distracted so easy. Oh, of course. Uh, but on the on the Play app, you know, you basically. Uh, scan like barcodes all over the park, including like the control panels that you see light up over on like by doors and things. And then they'll give you missions, or you try to hack it. There's like mini games and things like that to collect, like digital um, collection game kind of. Yeah. So the uh, the bounty hunt, it's a I guess an expansion of that where they have like a certain station that you scan in, you check in as a bounty hunter, and um. And it connects with your Magic Band Plus that's supposed to be announced like sometimes this month, um, and and basically they give you a bounty to go and look for. I don't know if it's a real person. Most likely, it's just gonna be like a a, a pretend digital virtual thing. Yeah. Uh, and and then you go to that location and you scan him. Once you scan him, you got him. 
and then at the end i think you maybe collect points and things like that. it's just things to do while you're waiting in line or you're like you're looking over at you know things of course right so but this other bounty hunt that dano created it's already it's it's a physical thing like where you post yourself on social media and be like hey i'm gonna be here from this time to this time if you find me say the secret phrase and i give you something i love that yeah and, and i mean it, it gives you more interaction and then you know like there's days where nobody found me at all or there's days where as soon as i hit the tram somebody already found me that i love that that's amazing that that's one of the really cool things honestly about like not only like the the people who make the disney content but just content creators in general like just being able to meet up with people yeah and social interaction is like one of my like things that i really like because you meet new people you find out what the cool things that they do and then you try to share the things that you do you know i mean that's how we met <laughs> so yeah right totally Hello? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I had to step away from the computer for one second. I, yeah, but that social interaction thing, I haven't had too much of that, honestly. I'm still relatively new to everything I'm working on. But um, yeah, I, I, you were, uh, I remember when I first saw you, you were talking to somebody in Droid Depot and I saw your your sick backpack, which that by the by the way, that is a work of art. OK, I, I got to say it's a it's amazing. It's beautiful. I love it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, and I did, you were talking to some other dude, and I was like, "Yo, I gotta get this guy's Instagram. This is this is something I wanna I wanna keep track of and and look at because you have I, I watched your YouTube videos, your your two videos you have on on your channel. I did did my homework, and you are one of the most talented artists I've ever seen, and I mean that. Hit that man. <laughs> Like your your droid repaint, that thing is beautiful. The 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 very um little bits of weathering you got in there with the the black wash, and then you wipe it off, and you you just it's so minimalistic that it looks perfect. Um, I mean to be honest, I, well, it's I started miniature painting like Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer, all that kind of stuff like twenty years ago. Okay. And I've always painted fantasy, mostly fantasy figures, not, you know, the Warhammer 40k, the sci-fi version. Okay. And a lot of my stuff is not weathered. Like, I've always go against weathering. But when, once I start working with Star Wars props, like, I mean, the droid is not a 1-1 scale. That's probably, like, what, a 1-6 scale? Or no, maybe a bit bigger than that. Yeah. Um, the bigger area you have, and if you, if you see, like, something that's so clean, I'm like, no, this is too clean. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to do something. But I'm I'm not big on weathering, so I, I tried it, and I, I liked it. Just because it was that scale. Mm -hmm. Like, if I, I'd imagine if it was smaller, I'd be like, oh, keep it clean. No, well, like, it would be tougher to weather something that small, I feel like. <laughs> Yes and no, I guess. Um, I mean, once you work with, you know, 25, 30 millimeter um, miniatures, you get used to it. And I like I, I started scaling everything to like one one scale, like making water bottles, like pins and things like that. It's just it's a lot more fun. Um, any mistakes that I have can be covered or does not need to be covered. 
um like i was so you because i was i was a competitive miniature painter for a little bit oh really yeah there, there's competitions for that if you didn't know <laughs> um and then you you have judges that's actually judging your piece like to the very minuscule level wow so once, once you go into a bigger scale you're like I'm not worried about getting judged because it's it's big. It's it's freedom, I guess. <laughs> TLDR freedom. Right. Yeah. And but that's that's really interesting. I I didn't know there was like competitions for like the little those little miniature like playing piece whatever things. I never got into all that sort of stuff. I, I really wasn't me like Dungeons and Dragons or Warhammer or any of that other stuff. But like what what how do those work how are they judged there's a lot of different things like techniques uh how fitting is it to the theme um uh the techniques covers like the blending of the colors the usage of the colors how accurate things are depending on which categories cuz like i don't know if you heard the term um rivet counters um no i haven't i'm not familiar with that Okay, so on the historical side, where you see like you know model kits of tanks, uh, airplanes, like World War Two stuff. Sure. Um, the term rivet counters are the people who so into the accuracy of the little thing, where if you even by scale you miss putting the sticker maybe a millimeter to the side of where it's supposed to be, they'll be able to tell. Or being literal there's a missing rivet in scale that was supposed to be there. They can pinpoint them like you're missing a rivet. I'm going to deduct a point from you. Oh, wow. That's intense. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not on that part. I'm mostly on like, you know, fantasy figures. And I mean, I don't show that on the Instagram that I give you. Cause it's, it's mostly for Star Wars stuff. Yeah, of course. Do you, do you have another Instagram account with, with other things on it? I do. That's mo- mostly like, you know, food, my travels. Oh, okay. Stuff, yeah. All right. Do, and like, I, mean, I, I can give it to you privately, but I, I want to keep that private as like, you know, maybe people not interested in me eating food, right? Right. Of course. That that makes sense. Yeah. But like, I, so I've always wanted to get into the the prop making and cosplay stuff. I've got, I've made a few projects. Um, and I'm working on a couple of things right now, but I never finished anything to where I was like happy with it, you know, and that is the artist dilemma. <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't it? I've got this, um, I'm working, I, I'm working on this 3d printed flintlock pistol right now. Okay. And I've seen your part stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just been sitting on my table for a week untouched. Have you, so you're going to be doing the post finishing stuff then, right? Um, I, 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 yeah, pretty much. I've been working on like sanding, uh, and putting Bondo on it and like getting the perfect edges, getting rid of the, the print, the 3d printing lines and, uh, all that other stuff. Once you go through over that hill, it's, it's smooth sailing after that, man. Oh yeah, I know. Um, I, I've actually, if I'm remembering correctly, I've never finished a 3d printed prop before. Oh, you got to go through that hurdle, man. I know. Once you finish one, it's like I don't know. Do you play Monster Hunter or Dark Soul? Um, I haven't played either of them. I was always I, w- I wasn't ever brave enough to play Dark Souls, uh, you know, because it's kind of 
it's that it's, game that makes people rage. It's hard. It's something that's hard that you have to go through, but the end is rewarding. Mm. That's a good and, way of putting you know, it. You get to you get to post your pictures on Instagram after. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something I really want to do. I gotta I gotta finish it. Well, if you need someone to push you over that edge, just text me. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> I need some motivation. I appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, I mean, cause like, I've always, or rather, for the last few years, four or five years, I've been diving deep into the. 3d printed or prop making scene just like on youtube you know watching mm-hmm. all the greats do it you know punished props academy and uh uh cosplay chris and just like those big creators making beautiful things i'm like man i want to get into that it's so nerdy it's like it's right up my alley but here's the thing though they have a motivation for it i know <laughs> They get paid to do it. So. Yeah, I know, I know. I just got to do it. But I'm actually, I'm actually you having. Need to, you, need, you need to find your magic carrot. Mm. What do That's you mean by that? But you need to find what your reward is, because those the greats, they're great, and they started off with a small channel. Mm-hmm. But they became the great because exposure over time, and they got really good at what they're doing i bet you they make mistakes a long time ago oh of course they probably still make mistakes they just they don't show it on youtube mm-hmm. so you need to find your magic carrot what's your what's your end goal what do you want to do if you want to just do it for the hobby your magic carrot would be i need to finish this and that's the reward that i'm gonna get yeah or you know you t- you you tie in a reward for yourself like if i can finish this i can get a new 3d printer Ooh. or something, something like that yeah what what printer do you have um i run uh resin and fdm printers okay my my resin ones i have the elegu mars uh because of just the name <laughs> uh and i have an elegu saturn upgrade for that um and then for my fdm i have my uh my old faithful is the anticubic i3 mega okay and then I just got about uh, maybe a month ago or two months ago, I got the Anticubic Cobra Max because I needed the larger size. Yeah, dude, larger print print space is would be amazing. Honestly, um, I I have an Ender three right now. That's what I'm using. Yeah, I mean, that's the comparable to the Anticubic i three Mega. Okay, the size is about the same. Um, the reason why I got the the i three Mega at the time was because their marketing uh, video was, you can assemble this in 10 minutes. And I'm like, I'm down for that. <laughs> yeah. Did it take 10 minutes or was it clickbait? It about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, I was already printing by 15 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. That's that's good. Yeah. W- without prior 3D knowledge. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I got my 3D printer from my brother-in-law. He was just like, he had the Ender 3, then he upgraded to a bigger one i think ender 5 or something like that i'm not too familiar yeah and he's like hey you want this printer here you go (laughs) yeah dude just gave it to me for some reason i don't know why but now i'm just trying to make something out of it yeah nowadays you can get the ender 3 for like 100 bucks on at micro center if there's on sale Mm, yeah so it's yeah 3d printing is it's insane how available it is now yeah 
I'm I'm not surprised if school is gonna have uh you know a subject on 3D printing soon. Yeah, I mean honestly, I mean because they, they've got like shop class and you can take like uh, music classes and all that other stuff. I mean they've got to have a 3D modeling and a 3D printing class. That's got to be a thing in high schools. Like I have a niece. She's I think 12, and she's already video editing and she's already um. She's trying to do clay animation on herself on the iPad. Okay. And she's doing like um basically early stages of digital artists three, like three D animation. And like this is without her school. This is just her from YouTube. I love that. I'm like, we don't have any of these resources. And I'm like, I told her. If you have anything that you design, you want me to print it. I can print it for you. He's like, oh, no, I like doing things by hand. I'm like, that's the spirit. I love that. That's amazing. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're in such a we're in such a unique time in human history where I can just open up my browser and learn how to make anything. I mean, all this prop making started last October because pandemic got more time at home of course i want to learn something new and i just started 3d designing things and because i had the printers for maybe four or five years prior to that okay because I was, I was printing i was printing a lot of you know dnd stuff miniature stuff um because i also have a, another side business uh i i sell dnd gaming mats oh or, really yeah like war gaming mats as well um so sometimes i did like i i make not design but i just print ready-made files like for terrains or models just to accentuate like better pictures for my my mats yeah that makes sense and then you know starting last october i'm like i want to try to do this um prop making thing because you know i want to look like a local over in batu so I started making things for myself, like water bottles for myself. And then when I went to the... And then I got into the whole uh, backpack. They call it the droid escape pod. Mm -hmm. So I got into that, and then I brought it to the park. And then, you know, one thing snowballed to another. You know, like, hey, my water bottle is too plain. It's got to look good with my backpack. It's like, oh, wait, my clothes are a little too plain. It just starts snowballing over and over. <laughs> It just doesn't end. And then I'm like, wait, a lot of people are telling me like I should sell this on Etsy. Um, but one of the things that I hate is uh, I don't like chasing deadlines. Okay. So I don't like so I don't like chasing orders as in I list the stuff and I have to make it and then send it to people. Yeah. So I, I so I, I wanted to create an inventory first before mm -hmm. I release my store. And that's that's pretty much what happened. So all the things that you see on my Etsy is readily shipped by tomorrow. Okay, that's great. I love that. Yeah, because I've I've done that path before. I was commissioning for miniature painting for like studios or for just you know regular clients, and I'm chasing deadline. Like I gotta paint their miniatures, and sometimes it takes a year or two to finish. And they're like, "Dude, you you paint so good, but you take too long." Like, <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I'm. I just. How do I put this? in a simpler term i just found out maybe about 
three months ago that I I have ADHD. Okay. <laughs> so, and it just all the symptoms make sense. You Even know, just by talking to me, that you can understand that I I just go everywhere. <laughs> Dude, I I completely understand it, and it's funny because I was talking to a Twitch streamer, um, on on the on the podcast a few weeks ago. Well, probably a month and a half ago at this point, and. She was like going over all the different like symptoms of ADHD and how what she's what she's got and how she's going through it. And I'm like, my goodness, you're literally describing me. That sounds exactly how my yeah. brain works. Yep, that's it's, it's wild. It's and I'm finding out about this like now at like forty. <laughs> so and then everything that I like, I hyper focus on things. And right now, my hyper focus is on Star Wars and prop making. Mm-hmm. And I guess Disney stuff in general. But before that, I was hyper focused on miniatures. I was hyper focused on board games. Yeah. It's, and then I, I start looking back towards you know me growing up and everything. I'm like, oh my god, it all makes sense now. It all makes sense. <laughs> it clicked. What the hell? Yeah, I have I have this exact same hyper focus thing, except mine last way like for a shorter amount of time than than a lot of others i feel like because i could be obsessed with something for three days and then move on it's weird it, it's not trust me. <laughs> <laughs> i i get it i i have other you know hyper focusedness for like three days other things but um i've gotten better at it because most of the things that i hyper focus on requires money and mm. I have a wife that basically pulled the chain if you know I'm spending too much. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, that that's funny. I love that. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, I've got a lot of things that I'm obsessed with that I want to try, but they require money and a lot of money at that. Like, I for a while I was obsessed with those dudes on YouTube who build cars, like restore like these sick cars they get like they find this totaled ferrari and then they rebuild it and turn it into something amazing mm-hmm. i would love to do stuff stuff similar to that but obviously i need like like hundred thousand dollars and i don't have that anywhere <laughs> i mean you can start with 3d printing small models exactly i could start with uh f- finishing my 3d printed flintlock pistol and then, right. work, and then work on my second project that I already have completely planned out. I already know exactly what I'm going to do next, but I'm having problems with my printer. Like right now, I am, uh, this is an understatement, knee deep in uh, commission. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm booked up probably all the way till August. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And I'm, I, I don't like sitting around not doing anything. Like even right now, I'm fiddling with things. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. I mean, that, that's that's just normal here. I mean, we're we're obviously we're talking, we're having a a, a good heart to heart here. But I'm I'm doing all kinds of stuff. Like I'm scrolling on your Instagram, looking at the exact same pictures several times, just because I need to be able to do something while I'm talking. It's weird. Well, no, I'm preparing products. <laughs> oh, are you actually? Are you working on commissions right now, dude? I'm always working. I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> It, what, it doesn't stop. What are you working on right now? Just trying to get this. Um, I don't know if you can see it on Instagram, so maybe if you want to put a picture up later on or whatever. Um, 
It's one of the com links that I haven't released yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm working on masking them, but then the big commission I have a, an escape pod that I have to make um, for a client that saw me at Disneyland, uh, and he contacted me, and then he's like, "Hey, I want to do this," and then um, like, "Okay." Um, and then the process usually is I give him a design and he just approve like the client approves it. And this is gonna be my second commission on uh, escape pods. Mm-hmm. So this is my gonna be my fourth escape pod to do. Um, at first he wanted like a Boba Fett um, pod because he has a Boba Fett droid that was done by a friend of mine who. I met him through the the droid group, the customized droid group. I can give you that group later. Okay. Um, Dano created that group. Oh, uh, okay, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and then um, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna do a Boba Fett theme for you because it's gonna fit your, you know, your Boba Fett droid done by Michael. Um, and he's like, cool. And then he didn't tell me he was already making one for himself. Oh really? And as I was as I was developing the design, and I'm, there's no hard feeling in this. I'm just telling you the story as it is. Of course. Um, so he and then he finished it. He showed it to me, and I'm like, dude, why did you tell me you're working on one? I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest the Boba Fett theme. Uh huh. And it's like, oh yeah, that's like this is what I did. And like, his model was real. I mean, his pod is really good. Like I wouldn't even touch it. Like that's his piece. Of course. So and then. This friend Michael also did another droid for him, the Ahsoka one. Um, and I was like, "All right, what's your other droid that you have?" And he showed me the Ahsoka one. And I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna do a pod for the Ahsoka one, and it's gonna be based on her, uh, the Jedi Starfighter." Okay. Like the red and uh, white kind of thingy. Yeah, beautiful color scheme. Yeah, uh, and then I told him, "Do me a favor, dude. Don't start working on it." <laughs> <laughs> Is it so? Like, the Boba Fett droid is it the one the weird one with the like the little legs and arms? No, that's uh, wayward droids. That's a different person. Okay, uh, his doesn't have the um, his doesn't have the what do you call it? I forgot the name of the accessories, but I the 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 hand like damn it the fairy droid. Okay, so that droid is I mean the accessories is based off of the the fairy droid. In Mandalorian season one, I think. Yeah, season one. Um, so they released that accessories, and then that guy did the the Wayward Droids did the Boba Fett theme. But then uh, there's a couple of other people. Like once you go into that Facebook group, you'll see like a lot of creative people. I love it. I love I love just like seeing other what other people have done because it's so inspiring. And motivating you get so many good ideas from seeing other people's projects and there's a lot of different style of painting too like for example that uh, guy michael that i i mentioned michael and ryan they're friends uh, i mean they're they're good friends and they're known for their character droids so they do ahsoka one or the armor mandalorian and things like that and then there's adora droid she does um the cutesy style and she'll put flowers on top of the oh i love that and then her colors no weathering her colors all pastel um you can look it up adora droids like 
her style is completely different than Michael and Ryan. And I have my own style, and then several other people have their own style. And then if you look for Droid Escape Pod over in that group, you will open up like even deeper Pandora box. It's it's crazy. Like I, I I'm just always so amazed by what's out there and what people are doing. Honestly. Like there's this um I I just looked up Droid Escape Pod. Um, cause on Instagram just to see the general post and there's this white one with like purple lights inside. I just got a little BB unit. It's just so like weird and clean and just, it's just, I don't know. There's just something about these things that just looks so good. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a perfect match to be honest. It's not originally my idea. So Ryan, Michael, and two other people. So Dano created the Mubo Droids Builder Club, which I'm going to send you over. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, you might have to join or log in or whatever. Um, so Dano created that group. And then within that group, there is the four people that I mentioned. Kind of that like they're Disneyland uh, annual pass holders. So they go a lot. And then they're like, what? They We need to bring our droid. We want to bring our droid. They want to make it look cool, so they they found the you know the cat backpack, and then I call them the the OG or the first gens. I'm more more like second gen because I copied their ideas or not copy inspired by their idea. Um, and after that, it just sprung a lot more people who started doing it. Yeah. I mean, oh, hey, pretty, look, I see a post by you in this group. I'm I'm pretty active in that group. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. In my ass, we started because of that. Man, I I I really got to get some stuff done. Like, so I I've got this one project that I'm gonna work on. That I I'm go I, I I'm going to finish it. Okay, I promise. Pinky promise. I'm going to finish this project. I just have to get my printer fixed. Something something's weird with the extruder. It just needs to get tightened, adjusted a little bit. But I was I'm working on printing. So the Captain America shield from the first Avenger, you know, the pointed one that he used yeah. on stage. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a cosplay of that entire suit, not the stage one, but the rescue suit where he's got the leather jacket and the paratrooper pants and all that fun stuff. With the helmet. Yeah, with the with the with the helmet. Right, right. I have the entire list of everything I need to make it look exactly how it's supposed to look. And I'm buying like um, reproduction belts and suspenders from world war ii like world war ii reproductions to make it look exactly like it should in the movie uh-huh. i've got the entire thing planned out i just have to finish printing the shield which is like 16 different parts that have to get put together and each part takes like 17 hours to print it's insane maybe finish your flintlock first finish finish the flintlock well i can i can work on the flintlock while it's printing i just have to actually that's, that's do true. it <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I don't know. I, w- I was down there working on it. I was working on getting it to a point where I can actually finish it. But then I had to come up here and do other stuff. But, you know, I- I'll-, I'll get there. I promise. And I'll send you pictures as soon as it's done. I mean, stay in that droid group, dude. You'll get more inspiration, at least to finish a project, probably. Because you see people finishing stuff and you're like, 
Ooh, I want to do that. Ooh, I want to do that. I got to finish this first. <laughs> yeah. Well, my problem is I have a huge box of like, not necessarily unfinished projects, but no, that's exactly what they are. They're unfinished projects. Because when I was younger, when I was in, still in high school, I would get, I would buy old Nerf guns from Goodwill or whatever, and I would repaint them. Okay. Um, and I have a box just full of scraps, like one of those like uh, plastic tubs just full of just random scraps and pieces from either things that ended up breaking because I didn't do it right or just unfinished products. <laughs> and it's a good thing that we're only on audio, not camera, because you're going to see my... And the miniature wool, it's called the pile of shame. <laughs> I love that. That's a perfect way to describe it. The pile of shame. I have the box of shame. I mean, it'll probably expand. <laughs> uh, probably i mean i started with that but now it's i guess a room of shame it's yeah it's it's rough i i so i actually i did finish one thing there was one pro, pro project i finished i'll send you a picture of it um because i actually have it handy on my phone I, I made a jason Voorhees mask and i painted it from uh like those cheap 99 cent walmart masks that you can yeah. get um and brought it home, painted it, did a whole bunch of weathering work on it. And it was just a uh, translucent mask when I bought it. And that's what I turned it into. I will post a picture on Twitter uh, for everybody listening Dude, that, so you can see that, it. That's pretty sick, man. Like first from like 99 cent. That's pretty good. It, it was it, that's really the only thing I've ever finished that I'm actually proud of. Um, I, 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 for all those scratches, I literally took a knife to it and gouged through the, the plastic and I masked off the little triangles for the mask and then painted on it. And you, you see like the blood splatter on there. I just tip yeah, the yeah, can yeah. upside down and let, you know, get a little wet splatter on it. Right. I mean, a good motivation is to remember that feeling and mm -hmm. then bring it into your flintlock. And, it, you know, it's, I think it's like dopamine, dude. It's once you, you, that's what I call the magic carrot. Like once you got that magic carrot, you want that feeling again. Like, Hey, I want to finish this. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to get working on that. Um, I, I promise. I promise. I'll, I'll, I'll start working on it. I'll get it done. To be honest, I'm using that droid group as a motivation for me. Because, oh, yeah. like, once I start seeing people finish their stuff or, you know, like, you want to finish with them or, you know, not to one up, but just, like, I want to be the person who finished, you know, a second droid, third droid, fourth droid. And, and bringing that attitude towards all my projects, like, I got to finish this. I got to finish this. I mean, right now I'm tied to commissions, which means I have a different motivation for it. Like, hey... They, these people already paid me, so I got to deliver the product. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to look like a chump. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, you know, like me, just finding that motivation is the hard part, and especially as someone with um, ADHD, like I, I get it. Like it's the new shiny. Like, oh, there's a new thing. I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, that's funny. It's just it's so weird. Just like. It's like the the dogs from from the movie Up, you know, when they see a squirrel. Right, right. It's exactly what we're like. Yeah. So you've been to a few conventions before, right? I, if I have that correctly, from scrolling your Instagram. 
Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, mainly before it was uh, miniature conventions. Okay. I, I mean, the, the I have that gaming mat business. Yeah. Uh, and then in LA, you're blessed with a lot of different conventions, anime conventions, uh, Comic Con, WonderCon, uh, board gaming conventions. And I mean, the recent one was Star Wars Celebration. That was my first. But they already had it since like 20 years ago. Right. It's been around forever. Yeah. Um, that was my first one. And it was great because, you know, I'm in really into Star Wars right now. And that convention is basically what I wanted to like. Can they have that every day, please? <laughs> that would be amazing. Please. Yeah. Yeah. So, so t- tell me about that. So the Star Wars celebration, that's what you went to. What was that like? I want to hear about it. Um, so Star Wars uh, Celebration, well, one of the things that I would recommend, try to get the four-day pass, not the one-day pass like I did. Oops. Because uh, I got to cram everything into one day. Um, and I had autograph and photo sessions with um, celebrities, Star Wars celebrities. Mm-hmm. And I had it stacked. And if anything happened on the first one, if they're late, all the other ones going to be late. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So I was only able to do drive-by pictures and drive-by hugs with my friends. Um, say hi for, like, maybe a couple of minutes. Uh, and then I had maybe, like, an hour and a half time at the vendor hall. So I can't really enjoy my time. I just take it slow. Uh, anything that I have to wait for longer than 15 minutes, I had to bail because I'm onto something else. Right, of course. Right, and um, but overall, it was a really, really cool experience. The fact that you're seeing so many costumes, cool costumes. Uh, some people are into their costumes. So I mean, they go into characters, you know. Or um, the panels are great. I got into the Mandalorian slash Ahsoka panel. That was great. Okay. Uh, I mean, I was probably two hundred feet away from the celebrities up front, but it was kind of cool to see them in person. Um, it, it's an expensive con, if I have to tell you that. Is it? Not, not, not even just from the shopping point, but just the ticket is 75 bucks a day. Oh, boy. I mean, if you've gone to Comic-Con, I guess you'd be like, okay, that's normal. But I've been to, like, smaller conventions, I guess. I've never been to Comic-Con. Oh, really? Yeah, because logistically, it's just too expensive for me. Like, hotels, tickets, and then um, my wife doesn't approve that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) At least at that time. Because now my Etsy pretty much pays for my hobby. Oh, that's good. That's great. Yeah. So, but overall, Star Wars Celebration, do it if you can. Sadly, next year it's going to be in London. Yeah, that's uh, a shame. Uh, but if it's in Anaheim again, do it. Do it for four days and try not to cram everything in one day. Oh, I absolutely will. I, I, I mean, will not. I will not cram it into one day. I'll definitely do four days is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. But Comic-Con has always been at the top of my list, you know, for, for whatever trips I want to go on. I've always wanted to do the full Comic-Con experience, go with, like, one or two different cosplays and just, like, vibe out and just, like, have a good time. 
I've always wanted to do it, but I just I haven't done it yet. You know, I'm I'm same boat, man. <laughs> yeah. But I, okay. I guess what what are you trying to get out of a convention usually? I don't know. I've never been to one. You've never been to a convention. I've never all. been any- to any kind of convention ever. Oh wow. Okay. This is a lot to unfold, dude. I'm young. I'm a kid, man. <laughs> I mean, my nephew's been to a convention since he was 12 with me. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, All right, I, so I'm going to list I'm gonna list the things that happens at a convention. Yeah. Yep. So what are you into other than possibly Star Wars? I um, guess Comic-Con, right? Well, so Star Wars, uh, Marvel, DC, you know, all the basic stuff, superheroes. So I'm not... The, mostly the pop culture stuff? Pretty much, yeah. I'm not huge into anime. I'm not one of those okay. an- one of those weirdos. If you like anime, I'm sorry. It's it's okay. <laughs> um. So, um, conventions usually have panels, like big conventions. They have yeah. panels, which means uh, the people who are making whatever their particular thing that they're making a show, whatever they talk and talk to fans, take questions and announce new things. There's also the exhibitor hall where you can, you know, pretty much bleed your wallet dry if you need to. Um, And then there is usually the autograph and photo section um, where you pay to take pictures or get autograph from certain people. And then there's the there's the after party, uh, like Star Wars Celebration had an after party, several after parties at the end of the day each day from mm-hmm. different clubs, um, like the Five Hundred First Legion, the Costuming Club, um, uh, after, and then there's also content creator meetups sometimes. Uh, so you can meet your YouTuber that you like or whatever. And then usually they, I mean, all the YouTubers know each other. So usually they have like a group meetup for every, everyone. Um, so I recommend, so you're in Wisconsin. Yes, sir. What's the closest Wisconsin? Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Chicago has, um, what is that? C2E2? Uh, I'm not, I'm not too familiar. I, I know they have, they have a wizard con that I wanted to go to. I think C2E2 is bigger than that. <sighs> Hold on. C2E2. Uh, yeah. Heart of downtown Chicago. Prepare for a quest of fun, friendship, cosplay, gaming, anime, pop culture, and pure merriment. Yeah. C2E2 is bigger than, I think. All right. When is it? Oh, it's in August. Okay. Now that 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 might be, no, probably not. It's the, it's literally literally like thirty seven days away. Probably not this year, but maybe next year. Uh, and how far? Wait, Wisconsin, New York, is that close or no? Um, New York is relatively close. I mean, ish. Hold on, I don't know how far it is to New York from is here. Is New York Comic Con? Yeah, New York Comic Con would be would be amazing. Let's see, driving. Is it's a fifteen hour drive because I gotta go uh, like obviously all the way down through Chicago because I gotta go past Lake Michigan and then drive east past Mich- uh, Michigan, uh, Pennsylvania, yeah, New York. So it's a it's a it's a decent hike. 
Yeah, I think C2E2 is probably the best one for you to go. Yeah, that's only about three to four hours away. Yeah, that's definitely doable, man. I, I gotta do well, it then. Yeah, just just try it and see what you're into. For me, I'm mostly into the um the exclusive part, like the, the exclusives that they have only at the con or they're releasing it during the con. So mostly on the shopping area. And I do like um the panels, like the announcements. And uh I just recently got into the whole autograph and photo op with celebrities thing. Mm-hmm. But um for anime conventions, I don't do any of the panels because I'm I'm only into like specific animes. Uh like I told you, I'm old school. So I right, grew up of course. With all like I grew up before Naruto and all the other, you know, stuff that you can find now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I I watched... Because I didn't grow up in America. I wasn't born here. Oh, really? Yeah. So I watched Japanese animation before I watched any American cartoons. I love that. I mean, we that's the only thing that we have. So it's not like we have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So... For those like anime conventions, I'm not even into much of the shopping because my money all is on Star Wars now. Um, and I mean, I have different waves of that, like whatever that I want to spend my money on. Like my room used to be a collector, uh, like I used to collect Super Mario stuff, uh, Pokemon stuff. But now my home office is just Star Wars. I took everything down. Yeah, um, it's always been Star Wars for me. My my whole life, that's always been my obsession. And then you should try for Star Wars, Star Wars Celebration, man. Screw it. I'm just going to go to London next year. Go all out. Or just wait until Anaheim. So at least you can hit up Disneyland again. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Go, go to go to Disneyland. Maybe build a droid because I, 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 I was at two different galaxy's edges and i didn't build a droid either time because i didn't realize how big of a droid building community there is dude there's like what seven thousand people in that yeah yeah like seven thousand people in there and i'm scrolling through looking at all these beautiful custom droids and i'm just like man i want to get in on that action i don't live anywhere near a disney uh, anywhere near a disney park I mean, if you want, there's smuggling services. Uh, that's what I've heard. I've heard there's a lot of smugglers around. Yep, yep. Galaxy's Edge Trading Post. That's where you go. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge Trading Post. What? What's that? Is that like it's a, a? It's a Facebook group. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Okay. I wasn't kidding about smuggling. Well, I thought you meant like like you, you got to hit up specific people. I didn't realize there's like a, a thing. Oh, you. So the. There's, I guess, trustworthy smugglers that that ha- they have annual passes. You can hit them up and be like, hey, I need a droid. And they'll just build it for you for a certain fee, and then they ship it to you. Oh, wow. I'm joining this group right now. Because I want lightsabers. Yeah, they can build that for you. Um, Like, I want... Hold on. So... Which one is releasing soon? There's a, there was a bunch of new ones that released. Uh, that uh, well, on East or West? Uh, oh, shoot. I didn't. I guess I wasn't thinking about that. Just because in general. West recently got Luminaras. 
oh. he's already had it. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Luminara released. I, I when I went this most recent time, I brought home Cal Kestis. Okay. Which because I loved the game, Fallen Order. Absolutely incredible. So I I had to pick one up. But now I only bought one. I kinda need another one, you know? Uh speaking of lightsabers. Yeah. Have you heard have you heard are you only familiar with the ones that Disney released? Um or what, have you gone through the rabbit hole? What do you mean? The Neopixels? Oh yeah, Neopixel. Man, if I had money, let me tell you. <laughs> you're, 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 wait okay guess my question is are you into mostly character sabers or are you mostly into custom sabers um so a little bit of both i love the character sabers uh for for very specific characters like um like the really more unique ones i would love a kanan jarus lightsaber i think my favorite is anakin skywalker um as far as lightsaber designs go but for customs i love customs they're so cool I saw one recently that had uh, a laser etched mural of like the the father, the son, and the daughter, like the that whole mural thing, laser etched into the the hilt. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was so cool. I love that. Um, another one of my project ideas is I want to build my own Sith, like an ancient Sith uh, warrior or something. Okay. So I've definitely looked into uh, making my own custom saber, but I was going to probably go down the route of like the cheap Amazon one and then see what happens. No, if you want something cheap, don't go to Amazon because that they're just resellers. You go straight to the seller from AliExpress. Oh, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, so like that's why I asked, because if you're into character sabers, then you're kind of asked out if you want to do character sabers and it's a neopixel but if you want to do custom sabers you can get one for like 100 150 and it's neopixel and it's pretty decent okay that's why i asked you how far of rabbit hole have you gone to <laughs> well my problem was always like i i i get most of my information from youtube because that's just the kind of person i am right. um, gen z what can i say um but the th i i i will Whenever I looked up lightsabers, custom lightsabers, NeoPixel lightsabers, there's always so many websites that are offering so many different things. And then you go into YouTube and everyone's like, don't buy from here. Don't buy from this place. This is the reliable one. But everybody's saying something different. I'm like, I don't know who I can trust. Does it start with a D? Uh, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't want to start like an infringement or anything, but... I know the one that starts with a U. That one's not okay. Oh, yeah, that one's also... Well, that one's more ethically not okay. <laughs> That's what I've heard. It's pretty pretty messed up. Uh, yeah, yeah. That one, I just I just typed it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the one that's really known is this one. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I, th I think I remember seeing something about that one. Yeah, that's actually like the benchmark of like straight up no. But what are some really good ones? Like what are what are some good names? If if you're buying one lightsaber, well, not character, okay? Just mm -hmm. custom lightsaber. This is the all the money you'll ever get to buy one. I highly recommend Saber Trio. Saber Trio. All right, let me look this up. Yeah. Because this is how good they are. 
they only open up their store maybe three to four times a year. Okay. Because the demand is way more than the the av- uh, availability. Mm-hmm. Well, they look really good. These designs are beautiful. Not only that, their customer service is top notch. Okay. Yeah, everything's there, sold out. <laughs> they release maybe a thousand to two thousand sabers every time that they open their store. Okay. They're out in ten minutes. Wow. They just opened up on June twenty fourth. So it's not likely that they're gonna open up for a little while. <laughs> well, I mean they did it from May fourth and then June twenty fourth. Most likely they're gonna open again maybe in August. Okay. For sure for sure they do Black Friday. Uh, but like I said, it's just, this one is gonna be a bit expensive. Yeah, it's 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 a little up there. Like what? It, it looks minimum, like minimum five fifty. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. But once you go that caliber, you can't go with like Disney sabers anymore. Oh, that of course not. Like you see those videos. Um, comparing all the different types of lightsabers, whether it be Black Series or Disney or NeoPixel. And just the amount of brightness you get out of a NeoPixel lightsaber, it's unfathomable. I've never seen one in person, but I imagine as soon as I've got one in my hands, I'm never going back. Every time I go to Disney, bring my my NeoPixel saber, everyone's just like, dude, where did you buy it? Did you get that in the park? I'm like... Sorry, no. I mean, it blows all other lightsabers out of the water. There's no competition. Yeah. Dude, NeoPixel is the way to go. <laughs> I would even, love to get one. Even, even the base lit saber shines brightly, uh, brighter than um, the Disney sabers. Yeah, the Disney ones are honestly, I, I, maybe not overrated, but... You go there for the experience. Yeah, exactly. Like Savi's workshop is an incredible experience. Even yep. if even if the lightsaber isn't like that amazing, which it really isn't. It's really heavy and it's just yep. you, you can't really spin it or twirl it or anything. It's like it, that was my, that's my first saber. Yeah, me too. My my first one was uh was uh uh Savi's workshop. Yep, I have the peace and justice, and then after that I went through the rabbit hole. <laughs> I think I did power and control. Okay. Um, cause like I, I, I put so much time into researching exactly what I wanted my lightsaber to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went in there with that same idea of, I want to make my own Sith character. So I was like, I, I want to make a really traditional looking lightsaber. And they just announced, they just announced that they're going to add new parts. Oh, really? They're going to redo all the parts. Bro. Dude, the new the new power and control looks sick. Okay, hold on, hold on. Just look at the announcement over at Star Wars Celebration. They just announced it over, like, what, last month? Uh... Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually very excited. Okay, I think this is... Yeah. It, I, has, it has spikes. Is that a Lothcat piece? Uh, they they already have that now. Wait, what? That's a thing. Yeah, for the pommel, they have the Lothcath, they have the Rancor, 
and I have two more. I was just know. there. How did I not see it? It's from the creature stall. <sighs> That's the new power and control. Oh man. That that's very, very old Republic style Sith. I love that. Yeah, and they haven't even announced the other three. So that's the only one we've seen so far. Yes. Man, that's amazing. Like I I I generally now knowing the fact that Neopixel is better, I generally dislike Savis, but looking at these parts and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah just like hmm you know i might have to do it one more time just just because of all these cool parts i actually promised myself not to buy another one because i just i just got my grail saber oh yeah i saw that it's beautiful the phantom man yeah, obi-wan that's my grail that's is that uh neopixel it is um so it's done by the pack store for you oh i've heard of them yeah so they create hilts that you can change the heart they call it the heart so you the inside you can just swap it and i have four of their no three of their hilts so i just have to buy an empty hilt that's already pre-kitted okay and i just move the heart from other ones oh yeah okay so you could really you so you could really just buy a bunch of empty hilts right and then just switch out the core? Not not specifically empty. The way that they word it is called uh, hilt pre-kit. The, the pre-kit, okay. Yeah, the pre-kits, yeah. So I have one of the katana hilt. Well, actually, I have both, two of the katana hilts, but one of them uh, I had somebody else install some, something else. Uh, and then so I have one. Uh, I have three that can fit the core. Uh, one is that the new Phantom Menace Obi-Wan. And I have the one where uh, Packstore collaborated with Starfall Saber. Starfall is really good at making custom hilts. Okay. Um, and the Katana one. So, you know what? I didn't. I I don't know why I didn't think of it, but I didn't realize that you could just buy the pre kit. I didn't. You know, I've, I haven't been down the rabbit hole that much, but I didn't realize you could do that. Man. Right, and they also have the Kanan Jarrus one. I. I, I'm looking. Oh yeah, look at that. There it is, man. That that's got me thinking that now I have to buy a whole bunch of lightsabers because they're a lot cheap cheaper than I thought they were. Because obviously, yeah. if you get the them with the full profi board with a blade, it's like six seven hundred dollars, which is obscene. But right. oh, and it even comes apart. Yes. Like okay, okay. All right, listen. <laughs> the the top unscrews just like in Rebels, man. That's beautiful. They're pretty good NeoPixel starters. The pack store, and I ordered it last Wednesday. I got it. By really? One, by Monday, Tuesday. So it's qu quick shipping too. I mean, depends because when they announced it, I went to the website right away and ordered it. Mm -hmm. uh, my katana one said it was on pre-order and i ordered it two months before they said they were going to release it okay so they ship fast right after they said they release but usually they take pre-orders 
Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, a lot of a lot of pre-orders, things that I've seen. Like I bought. Are you familiar with U twos? The little like vinyl figurines. Uh, how do you spell that? Y o u t o o z. Like that? Yeah, 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 like that. Um, I I suppose I could have typed it in the in the in the Discord, but I might I might not know the name, but I might be familiar. Okay, yeah, I know those. Yeah, they're like the little. They mostly do like YouTuber or Twitch streamer figurines. I ordered yeah, yeah. one in January or no, December, and I just got it yesterday. Oh my god. Yeah, almost almost 7 months it took and I finally right here on my on my shelf behind me and like I was like, "Come on, dudes, I ordered this like half a year ago. Can I please get it?" I had to DM them on Twitter. It's funny. I DM'd them on Twitter and they're like, "Oh, it'll ship out whenever it's actually available to ship out." Right. Within two days, it was. I got an email saying it was in the mail. I'm like, ah, uh, there's no way I would have gotten it if I hadn't like contacted them. Like, I mean, are you? Have you ever? Have you ever bought anything from Kickstarter? Um, uh, no, I haven't actually. Yeah, that they take forever. <laughs> I had a project that took two years. Oh wow! Like I didn't even realize that I. I mean, I already spent the money, right? And then. Suddenly, two years later, I'm like, oh, right. I spent that money. <laughs> like, I don't need it anymore because I don't play the indie anymore. Oh, no, <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, but, but now, now you've got the thing, though. Yeah. Man, but I don't yeah, know. Lightsaber is a very deep, like, rabbit hole. Yeah. And, and like, once you get into it, 500 isn't even like the top of the line oh yeah 500 is like mid-range almost like starfall saber they make custom one-off pieces for you and, oh wow and um and you don't get him like it's it's a mystery saber so you just give him like okay these are the three things that i like or these are the three sabers that i get i i really like and he'll make something based off of what you the reference that you send them and he'll just make that one saber for you and it's just it's empty there's no electronics in it and it's already cost you 900 bucks just for the hill oh wow and the cost for someone to install it like good ones like solo sabers um they're usually about 400 450 and that doesn't come with a blade <laughs> that's just, right of course the, hill. the blade is another 100 150 So it comes to, it gets a lot, it gets really intense. It gets really intense. And then I'm in different lightsaber groups as well. And once you go look at some people's collection, you're like, what do you do for a living? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I've seen some TikTok accounts where the dude's got like 24 lightsabers on his wall. I'm like, what the heck? What is this? I have a friend in the droid group. He took a video of his Star Wars, one of his Star Wars room. He turned on all his lightsabers. He said he had 31 of them. Oh my goodness. He turned all of it on and took a video of it. I could not hear him like, <laughs> descriptions of each sabers. That's amazing. It was that loud. Wow. Yeah. But it, lightsaber, droid, 
all expensive hobbies. <laughs> yeah, they are. Hobby. All, most hobbies are expensive. Well, the droid isn't that expensive. What, it's like a hundred bucks, something like that. The droid is hundred bucks. Let's say paint, tape, whatever, fifty bucks. Yeah, paint and yeah. like paint and all that's really not not that expensive, honestly. Yeah, the cat backpack is about thirty to fifty bucks. It's you just time. You need time to do it. That's it. Yeah, you need the time and you need the motivation to actually finish it. Yep. You know, I, one of the things. So this is really random because I just saw just saw it. But uh, as far as Disney sabers go, please do not buy the dark saber. The Disney dark saber sucks. It's horrible. It's terrible. I heard the Hasbro one's better. The Hasbro one is way better. And I, I recently I'm, I've been seeing a lot of Neo Pixel ones um online whether it be on like tiktok or whatever uh and that's that wasn't a thing six months ago because i know i was looking because I, I was really interested in how that would work how somebody would make the dark saber um neo pixel because obviously like it's a flat blade and it's not round but they they exist they like do. on on neo sabers this website has one i have no idea if this is a, a... Uh, neo saber i think is also a, a china reseller so okay so LGT Saber is the the I guess the parent company. Okay. So if you can find them on on um, AliExpress, they might already have that. And it might be a lot cheaper too. Yeah. Yeah, but and to be directly dealing with the company who made it. Yeah, that would be that would be really cool. The problem is it's all the wrong colors. Not all the wrong colors, but the hilt. It's like black, but it's got a bunch of like brushed aluminum. That doesn't look right. I don't know. It's weird. Why can't we just have real lightsabers? Come on now. I mean, that guy, I mean, that group on YouTube is working on it. Hacksmith, yeah, they're amazing. Eventually we'll get it. <laughs> for, for what purpose, though? Um, uh, Dueling, obviously. <laughs> and then have it on ESPN? Yeah, of course. Dude, like, so obviously, like, uh, fencing is an, an Olympic sport. We just need lightsaber dueling. I'm it, pretty sure there's gonna be victims. Ah, it's fine. I mean, I suppose Elon Musk should finish his Neuralink and like uh, prosthetic stuff before we get lightsabers, so we can get like really solid prosthetics. Then we can get the lightsaber. That's the order it's got to go in. So we can get. Well, I mean, if he's working on Neuralink stuff, just link it to some kind of avatar. That you can just chuck away, and then we're being a Black Mirror episode. Well, there we go. Just like, just make avatars. Just turn it, tur make like robots controlled by your mind through Neuralink that you can use to do anything. Uh, hook it up to VR, so you're basically living in that avatar, and you can just do whatever the heck you want. Right, and then we have Ready Player One. So. <sighs> I swear, if that becomes a thing. I will have lost all faith for humanity and I'm going to go hide in a nuclear bunker. Cause if we get, if we get people that can walk around doing whatever the heck they want with no consequences, it's over. Humanity's lost. That's what we're thinking. But I think what's going to happen is the end of Wally. <laughs> you mean a bunch of big fatties on a spaceship? Yes. It's, <laughs> it's going to be that. I mean, you're probably not wrong. Although there are going to be a bunch of psychos, I think. Yeah. I, I, I can guarantee you that. 
Yeah, I listen to like a lot of uh, crime podcasts as well. <laughs> yeah, Th- that's a that's another entire thing you you can go down into like true crime podcasts, man. Yeah. Those those will mess you up sometimes here, depending on what like what they're talking about or what's going on. There's this one yeah. I listen to every once in a while, um, "Crimes of the Centuries" is what it's called, and there were some messed up people. Let me tell you, uh-huh. it, it's insane. Sometimes you don't realize they're just your neighbors, man. Yeah, right. Like th- this dude, this this these neighbors over here, that could be axe murderers, and I'd never know it. Like well, my my business partner lives in St. Louis, and sometimes he doesn't lock his door. I'm not gonna give him his address, obviously. But... Of course not. Um, and I'm like, dude, you do that? I'm like, yeah. Sometimes I forget. I'm like, dude, you can never do that in LA. It's like, there's no effing way. Like, I don't even send my packages to my house. Oh wow, because we have like a shit ton of porch pirates. Uh, yeah, which are porch pirates, by the way, are completely different than digital pirates. I do not um approve. <laughs> I do not. What, what's the word? I don't. Frick. That. Yeah, I don't condone porch piracy, but digital piracy is a completely different thing that's c- totally allowed. I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know how people live with without their doors locked. Yeah, well, I, I even lock my bedroom. But you, there's only two of us. You think you think that's crazy, dude? I live in a small town with like a population of three thousand people. Oh wow, that's really small. Yeah, so. I mean, we don't lock our doors. We don't lock our cars. I mean, we're just, it's such a small town. There's not a lot of crazy people here. <laughs> that you know of. Well, obviously that I know of. I mean, of course, there's probably somebody just down the road who's like got like dead bodies in their in their backyard. I mean, you know, Wisconsin is the serial murderer state. Yeah, like making a murderer is in Wisconsin. Making a murderer, yeah, that was in that happened in Oshkosh, I think. Wait, I don't, I don't remember, but that was, yeah, that was just down the road from us. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that's based on something that happened in Wisconsin. Um, who's that other guy? Who was that one really creepy one? The one who made the people furniture. Ooh, what people? What? What? Yeah, dude was making lamps out of people's bodies. Who was that? Which which one was it? Hold on. Wisconsin serial killers. This conversation was about Star Wars. How did we just- <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, that's oh, the okay. one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's really... Mm, that's creepy. Yeah, th- so there are six serial killers from Wisconsin. Ed Gein, uh, which is one of those huge ones. Um, Joseph Paul Franklin, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer... What a creep. Like, there's a lot. Trust me, man. It, it we, We've got too many serial killers from Wisconsin. I don't get it. What I, I mean, honestly, honestly, when I first came to the United States, I came to, which I thought was a very small city. Um, it was Corsicana, Texas. Okay. It was a population of 20,000. Now that town is famous because of Netflix picked up a series called Cheer. Okay. Um, it's about the college cheerleader team that it's it's a small town. I went to that college. The sports team sucks, but their cheerleader <laughs> team won like twelve times national champions. Oh wow! Yeah, so I thought that city was small, right? Everything closes at seven. 
like the best Chinese food 10 years in a row is the only Chinese food in town. <laughs> they had a Walmart and a Kmart. They call it the mall. That's funny. Uh, there's nothing to do. And I think when you don't have anything to do, that's what messes your brain up. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with you. I don't think. Cause like, when people are left to their own devices and left alone with their inner dark thoughts and they don't really have too much for distractions, I they I feel like there's got to be some some statistic out there that says that they're more likely to do just messed up things. Right. And th- there's there's a beauty in, you know, being able to not lock your doors, know your neighbors, have brunch with your neighbors. Maybe back in the 50s when information wasn't around. Of course. Like, how well do you know your neighbors now? I don't. Exactly. And, well, I mean, yeah, sure, there, there's that American dream. Because I'm not from here, right? So there's when we move, we're like, there's that American dream. White picket fences. You know your neighbors. Say hi. You, you um, what do you call it? Like, mow the lawn every weekend or whatever. Uh-huh. Once you move over here, you're like, nobody does that anymore. At least in L.A., nobody does that. <laughs> no, definitely not in L.A. But, no, that that's really, as far as I can tell, that's not really that much of a thing anymore. I mean, I, I've never experienced it, and I live in a very small, down-to-earth, friendly place, generally. But, like, that's not, I don't, I, I know my neighbor's names, but that's about it. I, I don't really know too much about them. Like, I haven't spoken to them in over a year. My parents and my perspective of America back then was so skewed by Hollywood teen movies, you know? Uh-huh, of course. Like, you just want to move... Like, there, there's the teen movies where the kids just want to co- go to college and move out of their hometown. Yeah. Like, when we left, that was us, basically. We want to move from out of our home... Where, even though, like, Indonesia is the fourth most populous country in the world... We thought of it as a small town moving to America to much bigger place, mm-hmm. and then you know we're like just I guess our opinion and expectation needs to be set lower when we move. It's just a it's just a much different thing than what you're expecting. Very much different. Yeah, because especially how- when. When especially when I was moved first was that town in Corsicana. Um, like I I was the only one somebody picked like a stranger picked me up in the airport. Oh yeah? Yeah. It was somebody from the school and that wasn't supposed to be the guy that picked me up. The guy that was supposed to pick me up couldn't make it that day. So they sent one of the janitor to pick me up. Oh, that's funny. And we're talking like, you know, flannel shirt, a cap. Pickup truck, just straight up picking me up from the airport. Yeah, and took like an hour and a half from the Dallas airport to go to Corsicana. Saw a tornado, and he said, "I just wait five minutes, it'll be gone." <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. It's quite a trip, dude. How old were you when you moved to the states? Um, eighteen. I just turned eighteen, I think. Around, yeah, maybe like. 18 and a half at most. Okay. Uh, and prior to that, I was in Australia for high school. So oh, my wow. parents were smart. Yeah, my parents were smart. They moved me to Australia 
because everything over there is legal at 18, they move it to the U.S. where everything is 21. <laughs> That's funny. Always just keeping you on the on the edge of having a good time. Yeah, and then, I mean, the end point was always either California or New York, uh, and they wanted me, they sent me to Australia so that I can use, I can speak English conversationally. Okay. Because even though, even though I learned English since I was three, but I don't use it conversationally, and as any languages, it just disappears, right? So they moved me to Australia for high school so that I can use it conversationally and then moved me to Texas so I can get used to the American lifestyle, not knowing that every state is different. Oh, my goodness. It's insane. It's it's straight up like whatever nightmare you heard about Texas right there. <laughs> yeah, every single state is completely different, like culturally. It's wild. Even some even cities are completely different culturally. Yeah, like San Francisco and L.A. Oh, my God, there's so much feud. They're, they're completely different. And uh, I've heard that now I have very good. I have a very good friend in Vegas, and he says that uh, he the L.A. people are the worst. Apparently, L.A. people and Vegas people hate each other. Um, I don't doubt it. That, that's what I've heard. We're the tourists. So. <laughs> right, of course. But now, they sadly, they cannot survive by just their people. Yeah, I know. I mean, you got to... Like everybody's gotta just stop being so stupid. Like it's it's okay if you're from LA or if you're from Vegas. Just don't be turds. Come on now, <laughs> just be decent people. It's not that difficult. Well, if the last two years hasn't taught you anything, uh, well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but I I genuinely love hearing stories about uh, people, you know, Im- immigrating um, to to the country. Hearing the stories about like where they came from and why they're here and what they're doing. It just, it fascinates me. I have stories, a lot more stories, but (laughs) for different times. Yeah. Yeah. That obviously for, for another time, I know you got to get going uh, pretty soon here. So I'll, uh, I'll definitely direct us in the direction of ending this. Um, What there's like one more thing I'm going to, I'm going to ask you. Um, and so this is something I try to ask everybody, but it's going to be a little different for, for you. Cause I mean, obviously this is the first, you're the first, you're the first different person that I've talked to, obviously. I mean, everybody I've talked to. So of the streamers, right? Yeah. Twitch streamers. And one other person that's just a personal friend that I talked to about other stuff, but yeah, Twitch streamers exclusively. And now, um, I'm talking with you, which, by the way, we didn't even introduce you. Nobody knows who you are. Uh, in in the pre-recorded introduction that I do, I mean, they'll I'll put something in there. But um, yeah. You can, uh, by the way, everybody, this dude, he's uh he's a Star Wars prop maker, cosplayer, droid fanatic, amazing dude. But <laughs> goodness gracious, that was a long rabbit trail. Just to say. Do you have any top secret special projects that you're working on that you maybe want to leak here real quick? If not, that's fine. But I want to I want to hear the juicy well, I mean, secrets. I've, I've already, I already kind of leaked it. It was the pod. Well, because the... I don't I don't post work in progress in that group. Okay. And the risk of somebody trying to do the same theme. Okay. Um. So yeah, the 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 Jedi Starfighter. Um. I mean, that's that's just the theming. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you don't know what a droid escape pod to begin with, then you're not, you know, you're going to have to search for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and hopefully it opens up your mind on different, like, new hobby. Yeah, honestly. And uh, I'm going to do my very best to post all the all the pictures that I can remember to post on Twitter um, What the on the day the episode releases, which this is coming out on uh, July 4th, 4th of July. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, basically, that's you're just a you're just a sick, an awesome dude who's obsessed with Star Wars. And that's pretty much it. For now. For now, until you find your next obsession, which I'm exactly the same way. Uh, I mean, if, if 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 they wanted to see more of my work, uh, obviously just go to my Instagram, which you're probably going to link. Yep, yep. And uh, I was actually just about to ask you to uh, say your uh, socials real quick, and they will all be linked on the episode page, like always. You guys know the deal. Yeah, my Instagram is uh, that cor- at that corner in Coruscant. Um, and I also have an Etsy corner in Coruscant. Uh, the link is in the bio of Instagram. Um, and also in various different Facebook group, but Instagram is probably the easiest way to uh, contact me. Yeah. All every single link that I can find is going to be down below. Um, yeah, definitely give this dude a follow. Lots of fun Star Wars updates. And I didn't even ask you about Tamira Morrison because I know you got a picture with him. Dude, I had like two seconds of interaction with him. Oh, really, man? He was late. Yeah, I bet. But like, he was. He, I mean, he's a really cool dude. Like, if you see all the panels, he's really cool. He's really, really funny. Uh-huh. Go watch. Okay. The Star Wars Celebration stuff that he's in. Um, all I did was the guy. I mean, the handler was like, "Go, go, 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 go." So <laughs> I had like two seconds, but I wanted him to hold one of my props the the fusion cutter okay so i just handed him my fusion cutter he didn't say anything he grabbed it took a pose gave it back to me and say thank you so much and i had to go that's amazing i love it yeah but with ashley x Eckstein, i had more interaction because i did the autograph session with her you met ashley yes ah! she, she's really really nice like i did the photo session first um, I think maybe it was because I had my eye, uh, the eye mod, so it was easy to remember me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then during the autograph session, um, she was like, so how did the photo turn out? And I'm like, oh, wow, you remember that? I was like, yeah, I wanted to make sure that everyone got their photo taken, you know, have a nice picture. I'm like, oh, no, the photo looks great. And then I showed her my, the picture that, because I edited during the time that I was in line. Of course. Yeah. And then, um. I showed him. I was like, "Oh yeah, that looks good." I'm like, "Yeah, and thank you." I was like, "Wow, you know, just by you remembering that, just that's the experience. Like, that becomes a core memory. Like, I'm gonna remember that." Oh man, dude, like she's really, really nice. If you have a chance to meet her, go meet her. I've heard that she's just one of the most genuine people ever. Oh man, dude. Uh, we we could keep going on this forever, but I got I got I gotta let you go. Dude, sorry. <laughs> no, like I could, I could sit here all night, but I know, I know you got to get going. So I really appreciate you being here, dude. Hey, uh, thank you for having me, man. Of course. Like, hey, hey, listen. You actually message me, so maybe, maybe six months we can get another one of these going. Talk about. Uh, hey, maybe you can visit Batu West again. Let's go. <laughs> maybe we'll see. 
Yeah, but um, I, pre- I, I like I said, I appreciate you being here. It was a really fun episode, and uh, I look forward to seeing great things uh, on your Instagram. I love it. Yeah, thank you.